Friendships are incredibly tricky things. Some of us, we have friends from a long time. Some of us, um, you know, we want to keep them as friends, but we notice changes in them, changes in ourselves. Maybe we're going our separate ways, or maybe you're struggling to make friends. Um, you don't actually know how to or how to set boundaries. I mean, there's so many different things. Now, so many of you have contacted me about this and asked for my advice that we're making it an entire series. So this is part one, and we're going to cover things like how to make friends, how not to, and how is this related to Islam? Well, the Prophet P people upon him said, we are on the Dean of our friends. And we have to make sure we choose our friends wisely. There were so many different references for this. And we're going to go into that in the modern day life now and say, well, how does that apply to me now every day when I go to choose my friends or not, when I go to try to be the best Muslim possible, how do I do it in light of good friends? So let's get going. There's this saying that good friends are hard to find, harder to leave, and impossible to forget. And I think many of us have had at least one person in our life that we could say was like a true friend. And if you're a person who hasn't had that, hold on. My first statement was hard to find. So it's okay. But alhamdulillah, um, this series that we're about to do is going to be all about advice related to friends. And these are going to be pretty short compared to my normal um, range of how fast I do a podcast, but they're going to be like little snippets of life advice. And so alhamdulillah, if you're new to the podcast, my name is Mindful Muslima. We are always doing podcasts here on lifestyle for Muslim women in terms of just relationship hacks, life hacks, organization, tons of stuff that you go through that no one else is talking about. And 95% of what we cover here is told by you. So you asked for the series on the Friendship Series. So many of you guys have requested it. And so therefore, we have made it something important here. And so alhamdulillah, just wanted to share with you that this is a really, really important series because your friends influence you more than you realize sometimes. And so that's something I just wanted to take into account. So let's go right on into it. Today, we're going to be talking about friends versus associates. Now, I'm going to put my mom hat on here because I have five kids, technically raising six. Um, if you include one of my stepchildren. And so alhamdulillah, um, I have been parenting for 20-something years. I'm also an educator. So you guys know, licensed educator, 20 years. So I've had thousands and thousands, if not tens of thousands of students before me um, back when I used to be a formal teacher and administrator. And so I know all about the, the trials and tribulations of friends and drama. Let's just call it what it is, drama. And so what I wanted to highlight today is there's one lesson I taught my children a long time ago, and I think it will really prevent a lot of pain. And I know it might seem like a new concept to people or a strange concept to people, but I want to throw it out there as an option for you for your life if you felt like it would work for you. It works for us. If it doesn't work for you, that's fine. But this is a concept that honestly works for us. So one of the struggle that usually happens is trust, right? You know, you tell a friend, you get close to them, and then all of a sudden, what, what, you never thought they would not be your friend anymore, but now they're not. I had my son just even maybe a month or two ago, he had to learn that lesson. We did this lesson that we're doing, Friends versus Associates, and we had a little sit down. He's 10 because he had this experience. 
He met this boy. He thought it was going to be the most amazing friendship ever. And then um, lo and behold, out of nowhere, the the boy turned on him, let's just say. And he decided to side with some other boys. And um, then he decided to divulge things that my son had mentioned to him were important to him or fears of his or whatever. And he was completely hurt. And I think at some level, when we're all in elementary school, we've had those relationships on the playground where you find those things happen. And so I know it sounds like, hey, that's elementary that's kids but is it though because as adults I think we've all experienced having a close person with us we told them something important to us and then they either used it against us hurt us with it and those are real adult problems still so while we'd love to think that that got left in elementary school it does follow us throughout um, adulthood that that's just the behavior of human beings and so how do you prevent prevent yourself from pain and then also have friends. Well, to be honest, there's something that I've always done. And I guess I, I think I was taught it myself. And it just always has helped me or served me. So I'm just sharing it as like my personal share um, with you guys today is that I've always had friends and then I've had associates. There's a really big difference between friends and associates. Let me tell you the definition of an associate in this case. An associate is somebody that you might see anywhere, right? Could be at work. It could be at the school. um, It could be um, a neighbor. These are people that you're kind with, you're nice with. You give them all their rights, like the rights of neighbors, the rights of Muslims and all that good stuff. But you're not divulging your personal information with them. Now, some people are can start out to be associates and turn out to be friends, but there's generally going to be some testing out of how that works. And we'll get in future podcasts on how to make friends and how not to make friends because there's some boundaries and rules and things that might be helping you out if you've had trouble with those things before. So we'll highlight more of those. But for today, we're just going to do the basic lesson of associates versus friends. So generally, if somebody gets to be in your friend category, and these are like circles that you create and you control, a lot of people feel out of control. So for all my people pleasers out there, I want you to know you really have to set boundaries where you are not allowing people to cross the lines between and how do you do that. So we'll get into that. So associates are people, like I said, who you might see around a lot. But it doesn't mean that you're going to tell them your personal information. So let's be clear. I could be super nice. I can see a sister at the mosque all the time. I could see this person and that person. But it doesn't mean just because they're nice to me. It doesn't mean just because they smile at me that I'm going to share personal information. And we'll get a bit more into what personal information means. But what I want you to understand is that you can... Be kind to one set of people without letting them know things about you that might be things that you wouldn't want other people to find out about. So that's what I said about the the friendship category. This is going to go into the friendship category. When you have associates, they're people you see here and there frequently, but you're not telling them things, right? So in order for someone to go into the friendship category, these are people who you would tell your personal things. Maybe there is... um, you know, something that happened with um, a family member and you feel really hurt about it. But they're generally things that you are telling people in the friendship category that you would not tell the average person, that you would not want put on blast on Instagram or on Facebook or to a, a large group of people. They're private matters. So I want you to understand is that friends should only be people who can be trusted with, and I'm going to use the word trust here, private matters. 
think one of the hardest things for many of us as women is to have boundaries. I've had a lot of people contacting me about that, and especially with people being people pleasers. So sometimes people will walk up to us and they will ask us very personal information. Have you ever had that? Sometimes somebody you might consider an associate will start an awkward conversation with you, like, hey, um, you know, hey, I noticed that your brother is talking to this person. Is he dating, you know, or something like that? They're, they're asking you something kind of awkward and private. And then you're like, that's not even my business to talk about my brother. Sometimes people come up to you and they ask you about um, your mom or they ask you about something private, something personal that you weren't really gonna naturally share. And you kind of feel put on the spot right now that they ask you. Well, they're not, in your friend category, these are not things that you would divulge to them. You haven't had any, um, you know, ability to tr- test their trust yet. And so you don't really feel super confident about telling them personal matters. Here's one thing that I use to answer people like those back um, and, and not have to divulge anything I don't feel uncomfortable with doing, especially because that other person, it could be their private matter, whatever it is, could be your family member, it could be another friend you have. Hey, you know, have you seen like Fatima lately? She looks like she's starting to blah, blah, blah. Like, have you noticed? And maybe you do know that thing that they're asking about, but it's not your business to tell. You get me? So what do you do? So I'm gonna tell you my natural response, and I teach my children this because I oftentimes when I was in public places and I was in groups in the community, people would do this to my children. And I'm gonna be very frank about this because it was usually highly irritable to me as a parent because I found it very strange for adult women to approach my children. But this is our Muslim community, right? How do, <laughs> how do we deal with these issues? Well, the best way is to use this method. I don't know. Why don't you ask them in a nice way? Like, I'm not being sarcastic. I have no idea. Why don't you ask them? Um, I'm not sure. Maybe you should ask them. I have no idea. Like, I just generally use the I don't know. When you're a person who says I don't know a lot to other people's personal information when you're asked about it, um, people kind of just get tired of you and they stop asking. And the truth is, it's really not your information to tell Islamically, so you really shouldn't be telling it, right? So, If people ask me personal matters about other people, my response is always, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you should ask them. I have no idea. Maybe go check. You know, go let them know. The reason they're not asking them is they know they shouldn't be asking most of the time. They know they have no business asking those things. So they try to find information from other people, which is not really a halal method. Okay. So we don't want to be involved in that. It's also awkward for us. So we're going to use, I'm not sure. Why don't you ask them? And then everything they say, I just keep shrugging my shoulders. I seem like a really bad place to get information. And so what they often do is give up on me. And that's that. I'm telling you, if you start to hint like you might know something, you're going to make yourself in trouble. And again, we don't want to divulge other people's personal information. So for people that approach me, I don't know them. They're in the community. They're not in the community. I don't really care. It's not my business to tell. I will always tell them, I'm not really sure. Why don't you ask them? That's my general response. I teach it to my children. So if they get asked personal things about me, um, hey, you know, do you know if your mom did this the other day or your mom did that or what does your mom do with this? It's really none of their business and we all know that. So what I always tell my kids to say is, I don't know, maybe you should ask my mom. And, and believe me, they don't ever ask <laughs> because they know they're doing something. We're talking about riba. We're talking about backbiting. We're talking about hearsay. We're talking about all these things in Islam. This is how it gets started. So I just do, I don't divulge other people's personal information. But what if they're asking you about you? What if they're asking you about your personal information and you're like awkward? Um, the truth is this. 
you have to learn that if you haven't trusted that person yet to know if they're really going to be able to keep that information, not share it with someone else, that you're probably going to have to be like, you know, avoiding them, avoiding answering it if possible. Um, and, and, and so what I try to do is this is a really tricky one. I can't tell you like one generic response because it depends on what they're asking. But generally what I want you to know is the important thing for you is you have to build up a thicker skin. You have to be able to say um, like, um, I don't know, it's not really something I talk about with people. But And then I change the subject really quickly to them. I can't give you a, a, like a general answer. That's the, the most general one I can give you. But the point is that you have have to be okay with like admitting that you're not comfortable with sharing that or you don't want to talk about that. And and I know that's hard for a lot of women. Let me just be frank. But that is the truth. Otherwise, you're just going to keep giving out information that you don't feel like giving out to people that you don't even think you would normally tell that to. So that is something that you're going to have to learn to do on your own. And that requires confidence. I don't, this is not a confidence building podcast, so I can't get into that here. I teach that inside of my emotions uh, class and course and stuff like that. But like that being said, that's a piece that that's the reason you're struggling is because you're lacking confidence. If I have confidence, I'm just like, I don't need to tell her anything that's really no one's business. Why would I talk about that? And then at the same time, if I if I don't have confidence, I'm like, oh, I don't know. She's asking me, maybe I should, maybe I should tell her, I don't know, this is so awkward. Oh, I hate this. That's the attitude of a person who has no confidence. Do you see the difference? One is like, I don't really want to tell that. I don't really have to. And the other one is kind of like, oh, I don't know. Maybe she's going to think this about me or maybe I'm caring way too much about what they're thinking when they're putting me in an awkward position that they shouldn't be putting me in in the first place. Some people just, they just ask too much information. Sometimes they don't mean it. Like they're not bad people. And sometimes they actually just want to know your business so they could talk about it with other people. Either way, your response has to be to have more confidence and to, to understand that you don't have to actually tell anybody anything. It's your business and you can keep it your business. Now, when it comes to friends and trusting friends, um, I tell my kids, I can count my friends on one hand. I know, I'm not going to lie, guys, I know thousands and thousands and thousands of people because in the community I have over the past 20 something years work with so many people. Now let's move to the podcast. Since I started the podcast, so many of you reach out to me. Again, another 10,000s and so. So when they reach out to me on Instagram or this, um, you know, like always, always, I'm always working with everyone and being my complete best self. But if I could think about in my own own life, my own friends at this point, they're only the people that are aligned with me and who I am right now that I've had personal experiences with. And you know, who knows, maybe somebody who ends up connecting with you on Instagram could end up being a close friend. That's possible, right? Or somebody on Facebook or something could end up being a, a person you're like, gosh, I talk to that person all the time. And then maybe you're actually phone calling each other, or like people don't do phone calls anymore, right? Like, like whatever, you're like talking in a way that's regular, like um, Thrive, for example. What we're encouraging in Thrive are people to find friends. So if you guys know already, I have a global membership where women actually um, do like they're in there together weekly. So for example, I know a lot of those women right now, and I could think just, I'm not going to say them out loud, ton of them off the top of my head. They came in as like a member, but they ended up seeing the same women over and over. They really got to like them. They're now friends with them and they're now, um, you know, 
inside of the membership and they're doing different things together and they're like I have them on projects together we're all working together like we've all become kind of close friends and it's cool you know and so while um while not everybody um divulges like it's like this level between associate and friends where we've kind of graduated into like knowing each other knowing each other likes or so and then some of those friends will be closer to each other, you know, in divulging stuff. So maybe one will call somebody and ask them for advice about something with their child or something they're struggling with, with an in-law. And, you know, people will start to get to the level of comfort, but that's the thing. You have to go into these safe spaces and find friends that you can make. And that's what, that's what our goal is there is that we have a safe space and then you can just come in and have friends there and make friends there and and the people who end up making friends are the people who come to like let's say live events I'm just giving you like from my experience when people have more interacting with each other as opposed to just like texting and posting like sometimes people are looking for friends on Instagram and Facebook just from posting and texting and that that's not how you're going to build friendship and that's why so many people are just lacking friendship and feeling alone these days and so if you want to like have a more um, human connection and have a more like friendship type deep feeling, you're going to get that from live experiences. And so that's like what we create inside of Thrive when we have with women, right? So in your own life, what I want you to put in your mind that I'm teaching here is you have associates. There's people that you keep, hi, how are you? Yeah, you talk small talk, you shoot the breeze. And then you're going to have your friends, which are going to be a much, much smaller number. For some reason, you know, we glorify like, oh, I have a million friends. No, you don't have a million friends. You have, probably have a million associates. I doubt that you talk to all those people on a very, very, very personal level. Now, the last thing I will say is that, so I, I have this idea of, I teach my children to categorize and I teach them because I want to let them know that they don't have to keep opening themselves up to people in ways that they don't feel comfortable about. I have different kids in my in my family. Some of my, my children are introverts. Some of my children are extroverts. Some of my children are super, super extroverts. Some of my children are super, super introverts. Like they really, really are. And so I have to teach them to um, create boundaries within themselves and within their life. And what I would say is the faster you create your own personal boundaries, the faster you're going to have boundaries in friendships and love relationships and other things. And those are really, really important to create. So they happen by you first stopping and asking yourself, like, what type of people do I want as friends? What type of people do I want close to me? Well, for me, for example, let me tell you something I would tell myself. I would tell myself, okay, it should be a person who is aligned with where I am Islamically. For example, I have people that I don't really talk to that much anymore because I've noticed that we've changed. So let me just give you just like a very basic example. Let's pretend I'm the kind of person that when I go to someone's house and hang out, I really don't want to be influenced by things that I'm no longer doing Islamically. Let's say, for example, I'm not listening to music. So if I go to a, um, like a party, when I say party, I mean like party, you know, like I'm talking about like just like, you know, hang out with sisters or having like a brunch or something. Like I don't want to have this awkward situation where every time I go there, they're playing like Nancy Agram or something. Like I'm, I'm not hating on her. I'm just throwing out, and, you know, and or, and or somebody else who's just like, like I'm like, I don't, I'm not into that. I don't do that. I don't listen to that stuff. Um, I don't want to be in places like that. It's awkward for me. Um, it's against my Islamic values right now. So I really don't want to engage in that. So like my point is Whatever that means to you, I'm just giving you an example. Um, when you go to that place, every time there's guys mixing there, like that's super awkward. I don't want to be there. So you have to ask yourself, are those people going to be your friends? 
Those people are gonna be your friends that are doing all those awkward things that that are no longer things that you wanna do. Because if they are, that's gonna be really conflicting. And that's why I think a lot of people have this thing where they can't get to their better level of themselves. You know how many women are calling you up and trying to do consultations with me and talk to me about them being the best version of themselves? And they're still mixing in these friendship situations where people are doing things that they no longer know in their heart of hearts that they want to do anymore as a Muslim whatever that is, whether it's in situations mixing with guys or music or whatever it is. And like, so like if somebody asked me to a mixed setting, I'd be like, oh, I don't do those. Like, I don't even do those. I would never even show up, right? That's just, I'm just flat out because at some point you have to just be like, no. Like, for example, um, I go to weddings sometimes and people are always like, oh my gosh, come on, get up, dance. I'm like, haram, I don't, like, it's just like, there's certain, um, and I'm not going like against dancing, but I'm saying like, I don't go to settings with music and get up and dance and stuff like that. That's just, it's just not who I am Islamically. So why would I do it? And I, and, and I know some people, they're super religious in the mosque. And then if you catch them at a wedding, they're like, woo, like, so I'm just like, <laughs> like, that's you being two different people. So which one are you? And so what I would say is the reason many of us struggle with that double um, identity is because we're always trying to make everybody else happy. But what about your happiness? And so at the end of the day, I teach my children to be really, really true to who they are. You know, you're not trying to align with people when you're constantly friends with people who do things that are kind of what you don't want to do anymore. You know, that's really hard. So then the, the question gets posed, what do I do? But I've been friends with that person. Okay, so here's the deal. Try If you want to try to save that friendship, try to stay friends with them, but don't go to places where they go that will not do those things anymore. So for example, I had a sister that she was doing some drinking or some smoking or something she shouldn't do. And she was asking me that question. I said, well, um, if you want to still be friends with those people and you think there's things about them that you could still be friends with them about, but that stuff is something you no longer want to do, then tell them anytime that, listen, guys, you don't have to be straight with them. Like, listen, guys, I had like this epiphany, I had this life change, and I realized like that's not something I want to do anymore. You kind of have to say it because if you were doing it with them all the while and all of a sudden you're not doing it and then pretending you're not not doing it like it's just I mean let's keep it real like that's very awkward and that's no one's gonna like buy that right so you just say like hey guys you know what I realize this time in my life it's just not something I want to do right now I want to like focus on other stuff I want to focus on my studies I want to focus on bettering my spirituality I want to focus on whatever and that's just something I want to do anymore you don't got to give like a big explanation whatever that haram thing is that you want to ditch just ditch it and and call it out be like i realize like that's just not getting me anywhere right now it's just not it's causing me a lot of drama and i just want to stop that um i was talking to guys before but i don't want to talk to guys anymore i realize it's just causing me a lot of drama i want to focus on me i want to like just just like just say it flat out and then like when they go in situations where there's going to be mixing with these things with whether it's drinking or whether it's smoking or whether it's guys or whatever and you don't want to do it anymore you're going to have to be like oh okay is there going to be blah 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 there oh there is all right cool i'm a pass i'll go to the next one let me know when you guys are going to do one when there isn't any whatever and i'll totally be there you guys want to do coffee at the coffee shop i'm there you guys want to do like don't focus on what you can't do with them focus on what you can do with them bring them over to your side Start giving them suggestions of things that you would like to do that doesn't involve those things anymore. And you're going to try that out, right? So that's my first piece of advice. And then if it comes to the point where those people are, are just inviting you to everything, they are calling you to haram constantly. They're just like, oh, but like there's a party. Oh, but there's like a party, another party and like another hangout. And if they're all everything you have now decided you don't want to do in your life anymore. So Step one, have a decision with yourself of where you want to be and what kind of people you want around you. 
Step two, identify the people in your life that are no longer aligned with that and start to step away with my last suggestion, which is let them know what you are now gonna be able to join and not join. Now my bonus step or step four is you might have to let them go. If you notice that all they do is keep inviting you to the same things that you said you're not gonna do, right? So let's go back and review on this podcast. Number one, you can have friends and you can have associates. People are not always gonna be in your friend of category you know, where you can tell them private and personal things, nor do they have to be. You can have thousands and thousands of associates and a small couple friends which you actually would share things with. You've trusted them little by little. You have figured out that they're the ones, and we'll talk more about these things in other future Friendship Series podcasts, but I just wanna be give you some big sister advice here. This is like my big sister advice podcast version, um, which is you could have these two categories. And then you, when people ask you private personal things about other people, just to review, you can just say, I don't know. Maybe you should ask them. I have no idea. And just drop it. Change the subject. Just keep saying, I don't know. Be super annoying to ask questions too, because really you don't have to divulge the information of other people and nor should you. And if they ask you about yourself, like I said, you're gonna have to have some tough skin and kind of like, learn how to not tell people your personal business, and that's gonna require you boosting up your confidence. If you want more help with that, boosting of your confidence, you can definitely DM me on Instagram at mindfulmissima. Um, I have different maybe resources or things I could um, give you, but I really need you to know that that is the real reason you're struggling with that, and that has to be built up first. That's not a quick podcast answer. Um, And then just lastly, um, going into the steps that I mentioned on trying to pull yourself away from people that are no longer aligned with who you want to be. And the truth is the faster you do this, the faster you are going to become the best version of yourself. And I just wanted to point out that the prophet, peace be upon him, look at his best friends. Who are his best friends, his closest companions? Umar radiallahu and Abu Bakr radiallahu. And if you look at those people, they're people who had the same goal and vision as the prophet peace be upon him and that's why they were all so strong together may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring us the best of friends and help to keep us strong so that we can push away those who are not going to help us in this akhirah and to make dua always for one another for everything regardless for each other's um guidance and not feeling bad about anyone not talking bad but just obviously making dua for their guidance if you feel that they're in a place where they are last all right i hope this helped look forward to part two we're going to go to some more things about friends but definitely take stock of your friends today your homework is think about your friends think about who you want to be surrounded by what people you do what people you don't and start to identify who you might need to move into an associate category a friendship category or you might have to pull away from because they're no longer aligned with who you are. All right? Love you all for the sake of Allah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.